is another episode of the dym podcast i am one of your hosts my name is andrew fiore with me as always the lovable the beardable the edible Donnelly, everybody <laughs> hello there dimwit nation how are you how dimwit are you nation andrew fiore how is it going my friend i'm doing well uh it's uh you know pulling the curtain back we're taping this on the the thursday after the election nobody knows what the hell's going on just yet we're yep. not a political podcast, but obviously it's got to be mentioned. Uh, hello to our producer, Mushy Mike Suarez. Thank you for joining us as always. And yeah, hello, Dimwit Nation. It's good to talk to you. It's good to be with you. Shawnee, I feel like we all need to unite together in, in these tumultuous times. Yes, we're hoping that this podcast can get your mind off of all the bullshit that's going on with the election. Exactly. And uh, and just have fun with us and enjoy uh, enjoy some some movie movie talk and some other talk. Yeah, and as long as we're giving shout-outs to the Dimwit Nation, I want to uh, shout-out one person in particular, uh, little Lisa Zoller of Villanova Nation, Nova Nation, and Dimwit Nation. <laughs> Joining together. Together yes. at last. <laughs> uh, Lil Z, she reached out and said, hey, I'm loving the podcast. I was listening last week, and our recommendations work, Shawnee, because she told me she's going to watch Michael Clayton this weekend. Nice. That's We cannot stress this more, uh, uh, defend your movie uh, audience. Like, you watch Michael Clayton. It is one of the best things around. It, it, we think it got robbed. It didn't It didn't get – it doesn't have the profile it should have in movie making. And uh, Not robbed because it was in a tough year. We talked about it. Was it a, it year. wasn't a tough year. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it did get robbed. But, but maybe not the attention it deserved because it, of the uh, – It should have been a much bigger contender. That's what we yeah. – and as as long as we're we're kind of doing throwbacks and everything, Shawnee, I, I wanted to get this out of the way right off the top. I got a fun Seinfeld little puzzle for you, my friend. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Okay, cool. So I was just watching some reruns last week, as you do. You watch the Seinfeld reruns, you know we love them. And yep. I was watching I drew I drew the yada yada button on the Hulu. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Did you yada yada? Over the, over the <laughs> I was watching the Sniffling Accountant episode. Great one. Great episode. Lot, and I lot noticed a lot, lot of major chicks in this place, huh? That's what he says. <laughs> that's what he says. He walks in to the to the to no, 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 no. That's that's non-fat yogurt. <gasps> oh, is that what? It is? Oh, you're that's right. Lloyd that's Lloyd Braun. Braun. Oh chick. my god. The Sniffling Accountant is, you know, uh, they think they're Jerry and Kramer oh, and no. even Newman's a cone. They think he's doing coke. And Sniffling Accountant, he comes to the diner. He goes, you eat at this place? He goes, you come. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's what he says. That's what I was trying to think of. Oh, I screwed it up. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So there's uh, two things in the Sniffling Accountant episode that I noticed that were major callbacks that I have never noticed before. In the Sniffling Accountant, this episode takes place season five, okay? Now, the contest takes place. In it also four. feels like a much earlier episode. It okay. does yeah, feel like yeah, an earlier yeah, episode, yeah. which is why I was shocked to, to, to find this. I had to do some research on this. I had to go back <laughs> and look at the Seinfeld timeline. <laughs> now, we all know, Shawnee, and I'll just quiz you. I'm sure you know it. What magazine George was looking at when he got caught by his mother in the contest? Oh, uh, Glamour? Yeah. yeah. Glamour? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. Because they stop talking, and then Jerry just goes... Glamour? <laughs> <laughs> now, cut to the Sniffling Accountant episode. George is sitting in his parents' house, and uh, he is on the couch, and his parents are going back and forth. And what do I see in his lap? A magazine he's reading. He's reading a Glamour magazine. <laughs> I nearly kvetched. I fell off my couch. I go, these guys are just geniuses. There's no way that's happenstance. <laughs> um, yeah, that's absolutely on purpose. It's got to be 100,000% on purpose. Yeah. 
That's um, great, great, man. That's, that's a, a pickup and a callback, half. Something I never saw before. I just happened to like look up the screen at the time. He's got a Glamour magazine at that's his all, parents' house. I go, that's just beautiful. That's also what comes from watching each episode 10,000 times. A yeah, exactly. Like you just start noticing other shit. Yeah. And here's my second thing. Okay. This is the episode Elaine is uh, has now broken up with Jake Jarmel, the author, the writer. Because, because of the uh, with the glass, not with the glass. The glasses is after it, right? Well, yes, that's after. It's a very yeah. She stopped for Juji Fruits, and he didn't care for that. He was right, in a car accident, right, right, right. and so he breaks up with Elaine. Elaine's kind of broken up with it. To get back at Jake Jarmel, she is editing his book. If you remember, yes. So she comes into Mister Lippman's office. They're having the conversation. He goes. So uh, you felt the need to use these exclamation points in all these sentences was necessary. She goes, yeah, I think so. So he goes, uh, I walked out of my house today and I put on my sweater. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She goes, yeah, you know. So here's what I, uh, he hates the exclamation points, right? Mr. Lippman, he says, he goes, I hate an exclamation point. It got me thinking, cut to four seasons later, whatever it was, when Mr. Lippman opens up top of the muffin to you. And, Do you remember and, what Elaine says to oh him? Oh my God, that's a good pickup. She says, "Yeah, it, 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 she she goes, goes, it's not top of the muffin to you." He goes, <laughs> "No, it is." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so at that point, he wants the exclamation point. He reversed on the exclamation points. Whoa! Isn't that crazy? I go, I there. Even after 15, 20 years of watching the show, I'm still picking up on new things. And maybe callbacks whole, from years later. Maybe the or whole I'm idea, just a psychopath and has no connection whatsoever. But I don't think that's the case. But I don't think that's the case because I, because it's one of those things that maybe it's a thing where he hates him because he has no he doesn't know where they go. Like maybe that's what the whole the whole character arc is. We're probably overthinking this. But yeah, it's a, I, well, in that point, in the, you know, when Elaine was doing it for spite, he was right. He just goes, "I hate exclamation points. Get him out of there." Yeah, and that's why it was just so funny when Elaine called back. She goes. Is this exclamation point supposed to be there? That, <laughs> you? No, no, it is. A hundred percent. There's no way that's not on purpose. There's yes, no way. I, just two things I noticed off the uh, randomly watching that one episode. I went, wow. They, from this one episode, uh, they have callbacks to a prior and then years down the line, they call it. It's crazy, man. That's what a show. Yeah. What, what was that? I, if you guys, uh, you guys should check it out. Seinfeld. It's a pretty popular program. Pretty. <laughs> It did pretty well when it was on TV. <laughs> you might want to check it out. Sein, it's called Seinfeld. Steinfeld, as my well, my father used to say. Do you remember Jake Steinfeld, who used to be a comic from the 80s? He's, no. His claim to fame is that he had like Body by Jake. He was like oh, an actor. And I think he was a comic as well. <laughs> Maybe Body by Jake wasn't him, but I, I could have sworn it was. I remember was like, the Body by Jake movement. But then his big part was that he's the cab driver in Coming to America. He's the guy. He goes halt, and he gets out. He goes, "You dumb fuck!" Whatever, whatever he says to him, he goes, "What does he say to him?" The guy, cab driver, gets out. And he's like, "I don't know." I, I'm them. not that good on coming to America quotes. That guy was other a comic. than the big ones. That guy was a comic in the '80s. There he is. Oh, of course, yeah, that's that him. So comic. it is Body by Jake. Yeah, I so remember Body by Jake. I didn't know he was a stand-up. See, Mike. See if we can get the coming to America taxi scene because I, I, I'm I'm curious about what he what he says because he says. He goes. He goes. Halt! Remember, anywhere if he goes to the middle of the street with his clothes on, he goes his you know his robes and stuff. Well, not robes, his um fancy jacket and the, yeah. and the fur. Yeah. And he goes halt! And then he goes, "Yo, son of a bitch!" I mean, he he calls him something. Whatever it is, it's really funny. Uh, yeah, dude, that's pretty. That's a great great couple of pulls there for the for Seinfeld, yeah, buddy. Just uh, I got a lot of time on my hands, and I watch a lot of Seinfeld. These are the kind of things that happen. But I mean, I it just goes to show they're working on such a crazy level where. Uh, yeah, I, and I don't know if it's done on purpose or maybe just a thing where they're they're shooting and they give George some the whole. They go, you know what? Make it a glamour, you know. Make, I. It. it also makes sense because the first time he's, uh, he's I was at my mother's house reading a glamour magazine. There's no way that they're not. It, it, there's two things it could be because actually no, he just mentions glamour. the glamour magazine in the one thing. He never you never see him at the house masturbating. Obviously. No, no, no. Well, that's so, the whole thing about the contest. They don't ever even say the words masturbate. Jerk off, jack off, whatever. Yeah. It's all implied, and it was done really geniusly to get around. Oh, the here sense we go. Here's the there's the scene. We're watching the scene now from Coming to America. They just get to like LaGuardia or uh, JFK. They're out, and they want to get a taxi. They're in like these insanely uh, <laughs> like royalty clothes, and and hit play. And let's see what he says. <laughs> oh. 
fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I was right. I was right. That's you him, all right. <laughs> Body by Jake. Wow. <laughs> Body by Jake. Oh, is God. Jake Did find any of his stand up? Oh, I, was, I don't want to. I don't want to. I can only imagine how bad that is. I can't. <laughs> it's like that. You're watching, be- you're watching Body by Jake stand up. You go, halt. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> after, after it's all done i'm like that dumb fuck <laughs> um i actually I'm, I'm i think he was i could be wrong about him being a stand-up but i don't think i was i think i think he was a stand-up i'm pretty sure well, yeah, but if not though even that's like a very hollywoody kind of thing it's like yeah went out for auditions got a few bit roles and then kind of made money doing some other bullshit like body by J. I mean i, I remember that being very popular it was huge and uh, and then also, you know, he was that's the heyday. So I think every so many people did stand up. He just made yeah, yeah. hundred thousand a year doing all the random clubs all over the city. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all over right. the country. Yeah, I never had the uh, body by I, Shawnee. I have body by pizza. <laughs> hey, <Hey-o! laughs> whoa, that was, that was a pride. I couldn't tell if Sean's camera was frozen or just <laughs> a bomb leaning toward bomb. Wow, this guy's on a roll. <laughs> Man, man, the stress um, of the election is not affecting your sense of oh, humor at buddy. all. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did a spot last night, though. I got it. I had I had a good little pop because you know me. I'm not a political comic in any means, but I uh, obviously had to comment on it because I was doing spots the day after the election. So uh, I just got. I go. I was thinking about how the results are taking so long. I just go. This thing. It's like. You know how things don't end in time. It's just like, uh, oh God, yeah, I put this up all wrong. It's gonna be a fucking another bomb right now. <laughs> Man, you're you're batting a thousand on this one. I started <laughs> stuttering and mushing my fucking words. I go, <laughs> I go. This thing might not end. It's like when a 24 year old white girl turns 20. Oh fuck! I <laughs> you you tweeted this also. You yeah, literally could just but read it, your tweet and you would have done a better job than telling that joke. The results are taking as long as a 24-year-old white girl's birthday is That's, the whole punchline. And it did well on stage because I didn't mush mouth it out now. God, I want to crawl into a hole right now. <laughs> um, a great line. I, I you know, I, <laughs> what can I tell you? I, I you know, I, there, was, there were two swings and you, third time's a charm for Andy. on <laughs> had, the a, had a good couple cuts at the ball there. <laughs> didn't quite put it in play, but uh, you got on base. So we we there was a sad thing to happen in oh, the world of movies. Um, yeah, you uh, you want to tell everybody what happened? I think well, they know sure, they I, know at this point. It's been about a yeah, week. Yeah, and I hate that this happened in kind of the election cycle because I feel like Sean Connery's death got overshadowed by the presidential election. Um, that's like one of the last pictures we have. Uh, uh, the uh, Mike just brought up one of the last. <laughs> He's coming out of the movies. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, <laughs> yeah, Kaufman Cinema. He went to go see Sack Lunch. He went to go see a. <laughs> that's a what Seinfeld reference. Yeah, he. In the I, I gotta be honest. He died at like ninety something. He looks fantastic. Like he yeah, looks. Yeah. Well, amazing he was ultimate, for, ultimate 007 Playboy man. You know. But yeah, but that ninety is ninety, man. Most people hit the wall. Remember, even Kirk Douglas. Yeah. He, Kirk Douglas just he was a hundred and something, right? When he died or something. What was he again? Oh yeah, he was up there. So, uh, Sean ever- Connery, uh, R.I.P. Sean Connery. But I would say I was just talking to our, our buddy Colin about this on his podcast. Um, Sean Connery, I would say hands down the best Bond. I think if- hands down the best Bond. Um, he's the most memorable one. He's got that just that great way of speaking that Scottish lilt that just hello pushy. You know, it's yeah. just so- <laughs> that was good. That was a pretty Thanks, good. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a bastardized version of the Daryl Hammond impression of, yeah. from SNL. Throw <laughs> <laughs> back, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, shock it, Trebek. Shock it, Trebek. Uh, yeah, he, I, and I, even more so than me, cause I'm, and you and I, I think are a little young for the James Bond, Sean yeah, Connery era movies. But we saw them because of our parents. I feel like Absolutely, it, 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 yeah, but yeah. for me, he always holds a place in my heart as Henry Jones senior in Indiana. Yeah, in yeah, State. yeah, absolutely. Uh, you ever see a movie? I don't know if a lot of people know, but you ever see family business, which is kind of like, I guess it's I not a great movie. It's with you. Sean Connery, Dustin Hoffman and Matthew Broderick. And Sean Connery, uh, nothing's, nothing's 
No light bulbs are going off here. To, I don't think so. And they're like a family of thieves, but Dustin Hoffman yes. does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Family yeah. of thieves. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what yeah. I needed. Yes, I have seen that. I think I saw it in the theater with my Aunt Sylvia. I saw, did you really? Yeah. That's I saw it with my dad movie. in the theaters. I think Family Business is one of the ones. I think we movie hopped that day. It's about three movies 100%. in one day. Yes, 100%. There aside. it is, Family yep. Business. It's got, yeah, it's got Matthew Broderick, uh, Dustin Hoffman, and Sean Connery. And Sean Connery is like this old school thief, and Dustin Hoffman's his son. And then uh, Matthew Broderick has a close relationship with Sean Connery, and but Dustin Hoffman doesn't want him to get into the family business. And then they have a whole, there's a whole, it's actually not a terrible movie. It's a good, like, 90s movie. I kind of want to watch it now because I've seen it a lot sure. because of, uh, I, I always, that, that's what I think of like Sean Connery as being cool from, like something from my time that he was, you know, when he was older. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get away from this, I don't know if I ever told you this. I think I might have, but I'll tell it to the dimwits now because it's such a fun story uh, involving not necessarily Kirk Douglas, but you brought him up. I heard a story one time. This is such a funny thing that happened that Michael Douglas's son, Cameron Douglas, I believe is his name. Yeah, is this the guy who died? Yeah, I believe so. And yeah, had a troubled kind of life. And, yeah. uh, you know, like failed actors do a lot of times, try their hand at stand-up comedy. And I believe he was in England doing stand-up over there. And it was not going well. And I think he had a breakdown on stage as the story goes he kind of did that celebrity kid thing where he was like, do you know who I am? I'm Cameron Douglas. And apparently somebody <laughs> from the back went, I'm Cameron Douglas. <laughs> and another person went, I'm Cameron Douglas. And a whole Spartacus thing broke out. And I went, that's fucking genius. That's, that's one of the most brilliant things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Just, that's the case where an audience is funnier than the comic. Like 99.9% yeah, of the time, even when the comic is might be shitty and something goes like when the comic's shitty, they're still usually funnier than most of the audience. Like that's one of those, those, those tried and true things that you can kind of count on for the most part, even if you're not having a good set or like you'll have your moments or you kind of go into the audience and you're, and you're, and you're battling with them. It's like, they'll usually be able to get something off. But that to me is like, wow, talk about being outmatched by the people that you're supposed oh, to be just, performing. Yeah. Hey, that British wit, baby. I'm can't. Oh, I mean that. I heard that. I fell off my chair. It's hilarious. That's yeah. Hilarious. You can't pull the. Do you know who my dad is? I mean, come on, buddy. In any walk of life, you can't pull that card. Yeah, but if you're in, if you're that guy, you do that. That's, exactly. You know, and that's become that used to be. It's so funny because that's like a trope now. It's like a joke to be like, do you know who my father is? Right, but right, like, right. Back then, that would have been a thing. That was probably in the '80s or something. Yeah. That, that would have been a thing. Like there was a, there was a guy, and he was usually the bad guy in every '80s movie. He was the right. do you know who my father is guy. Now let's do the ski competition where I'm going to cheat. Yeah. Like it's like that, like <laughs> the quintessential '80s uh, yeah. douchebag with the pompadour and the and the and the and the tank top or the the neon green shirt and the, whatever it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, R.I.P. Uh, Sean Connery. R.I.P. Cameron Douglas. Two, yeah, two gigantic like, losses. Even more so. Let me ask you this: Can we admit that most people don't care about Bond at this point? Like I was saying this the other day, it's like it, so many things have overshadowed Bond, Bond over times. Like it's 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 the time has passed. Like it's not like like Bond had to catch up with the times a little bit with making it more and more advanced or whatever it is. But I don't think people are as excited. I think they're just excited to be like, oh, it's. Yeah, it's this traditional, it's this, uh, you know, movie legendary thing. But there's so many action movies that are better than Bond movies at this point. Like, even from not that far after the first couple of Bond movies, you know? Yeah, I think they're still fun, but they're a little more. They've always been hit or miss to me, actually. Like, there's the Roger Moores were not that great. Uh, I like Daniel Craig as Bond. I think uh, Casino Royale is really fun. Um, Skyfall is pretty cool. I didn't. That it, I don't know if I saw Spectre or I don't even remember. Spectre Quantum was supposed College. to be. Like, he I was a great see. Bond. Um, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Pierce Brosnan, I thought was a good Bond. And those were fun. But like, that's all they are. They're just kind of another action movie. And it's, yeah. you know. But back in the day, they were like this legendary thing. Sure, sure. I have like one friend who's like a diehard Bond fanatic because like that was his thing that he bonded with his father, like from a kid. So he's like, he knows like insane Bond trivia and stuff, you know. Like knows the actresses and like the handy the the handyman's names and all that stuff and 
the handyman henchman is what I was. I was gonna say, I'm like, where's there a handyman? He goes, yeah, I know the guy who did our plumbing's name. <laughs> he goes, yeah, Bonds, yeah. Who's the, guy, who's the guy who installed Bond shells? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank, but, thank you for putting up my shelves. You do it. How can, <laughs> I mean, say a handyman thing, and uh, uh, what, do you, what would Bond say to the handyman when he's done? <laughs> My toilet's running. <laughs> now you just made me think of Bond making prank phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Is your refrigerator running? Is your refrigerator running? Well, you better, you better catch, catch it. it. Mrs. Money Penny. <laughs> Hello, but Pushy? You should make prank phone calls as Bond. That'd be fantastic. John Connery from Back from the Dead? Yeah, just back. Hello. Yeah, is IP freely there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, is that a homer? Homosexual? <laughs> I need a man. Amanda. Amanda hug and kiss. I'm just doing Simpsons ones that I remember from Bart calling Mo at this point. But yeah, man, that's going to be a tough one uh, for a lot of people. What did you what's that movie I loved with him and Catherine Zeta Jones? Another Michael Douglas connection. Look at this. Oh, did you like that movie? It's um, I saw it in the theater and I remember the, not the thief. Uh, it's called no, it's it actually was pretty good. It was um, right. What the hell is the name of that movie? It was oh, I where I first it. heard the term entrapment. It's called Entrapment. You called Entrapment. That's, why. That's the name of the – yeah, gee, yeah. I wonder what the name of the movie is. You just you just said the name of the movie. Yeah, Entrapment. That's it. Wait, Good that's the first movie. time you've heard the word Entrapment? Was that movie? Yeah, I remember being like a teenager and being like, oh, cops can't do that. I see what they're getting at now. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. You're like 15-year-old like Andy's like, I'll use this for my legal defense when I yeah. – when I get busted, I'm an in international art thief. You know? <laughs> no, but I remember like that being the really cool, like uh, you know, uh, I like a heist movie, and I remember them. So you know, do I. Him training her to dance through the lasers and all that shit like that in the alarm systems. And Catherine Zeta Jones, this she was in her her peak prime. This is before she gave Michael uh, Douglas throat cancer from her from her pussy juices. Apparently. Jesus As, Christ! I think how right. Then that's yeah, but out. there's a way classier way to put that. <laughs> just, just but we're not that podcast. Yeah, I know. I guess we're not. We're pretty. Yeah, there's no whole. There's no uh, <laughs> no language sanctions on this podcast. But, no. Um, I, that was her absolute peak. She was smoking oh. hot in that movie, and, and that was like her, her her peak level of fame too. Yeah, she is something else. She's a great little actress. They did that laser thing, and then they tried to up the ante in. Um, What's a better laser scene, Entrapment or Ocean's Twelve? Yeah, which isn't she also in, or is she? In She's in that scene? as well. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But she doesn't do the laser scene. That guy uh, who plays uh, um, the Le, Night Fox does it. Yeah, the the something. Uh, and uh, but I, what do you think is a better laser? I would Just say the, I would say the, the Catherine Zeta Jones because it's more believable. If you ever watch that Ocean's Twelve scene, I'm like, he's hit the laser like 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> you watch it, and you're like. He didn't get under that at all. Yeah, like, it's very like this hard. fancy guy dancing through it. Give me, give me C, uh, CZJ anytime. Yeah, he was, he was, um, he was break dancing, and I'm like, this is not <laughs> working. He he the, the, yeah. <laughs> he hands in the. <laughs> I don't Wait. know any break dancing moves off the top of my head. Clearly, uh, no, neither do I. I used to break dance when I was little. I had. Come on. I did. Well, I tried to when I was like seven years old. I had a, piece a of cardboard. I did. I had a, but I didn't. I didn't just get a piece of cardboard. My my parents got me a piece of cardboard that had like painted bricks on it, like it was a street, like it was like. <laughs> I know was, that. I know that that they, child. Uh, I know that child's toy because I had the same thing. For breakdancing? No, not for breakdancing. I used. No, it for, I think it was for breakdancing. From what oh, I remember, really? unless I'm not remembering this right. I think I had special cardboard that was supposed to be for breakdancing. Because, <laughs> you, because, because Shawnee, but he's got a little Adidas tracksuit on. He's got <laughs> no, 360 poppin' locks. There's like a there's it was at a birth I think it was at my birthday party and then in my basement and then I think we were all breakdancing in my basement at the party. 
And I think I have my what's a break dancing party. I think I have my thriller shirt on during it. I think Oh I used, my god, if I you have some pictures of this. I have I can find it. I'm not sure what shirt I have. I, I have the, the picture somewhere. I'll I'll find it. Word. Skinny little skinny kid Shawnee popping and locking the whole time. Oh my god, what a funny visual that is. Uh, but yeah, dude, I think that when it comes to um, Catherine Zeta Jones, that was definitely her peak. And she like, oh, and then yeah. like High Fidelity, she was great in. And then like, she would have these like not bit parts and things, but things definitely fell off. And then she kind of you don't see her too much anymore. It's like it's it, that is a that definitely is a double standard in in Hollywood. It's kind of funny that Hollywood is like you know we're not, we're not getting political with it, but I mean like they are considered liberal, right? But they're the most. It's the most judgmental. Oh yeah, they'll, they'll age you brought out at twenty nine. What'd you say? They'll age a girl out at twenty nine. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Exactly. So it's funny. We're like, yeah, it's everybody of of all creeds and colors. It's like, yeah, but you'll kick a, a woman turns forty and she's uh, an old maid in your job in your business. You know, it's like, yeah. it's a yeah. little bit of a. It's kind of contradictory. Uh, it's a, very contradictory. But I think it's getting. It's probably getting better at some point. It gets better. That's what I'm trying to say. It gets better. It gets, that's yeah. It's a good PSA. It gets better. Older actresses. They should do a PSA for <laughs> for older actresses. Just, yeah. Just. <laughs> so we got a big show planned. We teased it last week. Um, I just watched a quick thing, and it's. I think I might have even mentioned it briefly last week. It's not even really a movie. It was just that I finally got around to watching David Byrne's American Utopia, and oh yeah, talk about woke. Holy shit! This I don't know. I don't know when this thing finds time to sleep. It's so woke. I mean, holy! It's I, I love these, David Byrne. These basket of jokes are, are spoiling. Uh, I, think. I don't know when you picked these fucking jokes, but I'm giving holy shit. what they love, maybe <laughs> by the barrel pole. Um, was it why? What do you mean woke? Was it, I thought it was like a concert it, thing. He really celebrates like um, political correctness, not political correctness, but just like um, the. He really puts an emphasis. Yeah, there you go. It's, oh, I thought uh, it was very like diverse. Is what it I mean. looks like I'm a musical it. thing to me. It is. It's a music. It's a con- it's a it's a concert film. Um, oh, but, but, it's but it's mostly all David Byrne and talking. It's not all, mostly. It is all David Byrne and talking head songs. But I mean, he's got uh, you know everybody across the board on this thing. It's David Byrne, and then there's a uh, you know guys transitioning to a parakeet uh, playing guitar and. <laughs> It's a super diverse fucking lineup. And he really stresses that in the concert. And you can just and I don't mind that. That's fine. But you just they'll do these audience shots and he'll be giving a little speech and, you know, just be like, and we have to do this and be progressive in this. And then they'll cut to like uh, a 50 year old white lady in the audience just going, yes, yes. <laughs> like, all right. Can you just play burning down the house? I just want to hear the song, you know, but. Uh, the music was beautiful, and the, the the group of musicians he did get for this were so talented and amazing. And it was like I was bawling at the end of it just because of the beauty of the music. And it's a new take on all those old Talking Heads and David Byrne songs. Oh, I gotta check it out. Some of my favorite, and I love his voice so much. So yeah, it's a good, just like a a music film. You know, all the like Talking Heads stop making sense. One of my favorite of all time. You, I know the Walt, Last Waltz. You know, yeah. So it's just like those have a certain niche in the, you know. Like, stop making sense. You don't realize. Directed by Jonathan Demi. Last Waltz. You don't realize. Directed by Martin Scorsese. Like, yeah. These like a lot a, of, like, big directors love making yeah, music documentaries because yeah. then yeah. Spielberg, not Spielberg. Who made one? Uh, Scorsese's made like he did four. the Star Wars too. He did Shine a yeah. Light as well. Yeah, and then he did the the band one he produced, and I couldn't really get through it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So I, I started it, but didn't keep going. Just kind of popped that on at the end of the I night, love, but we do have one film to debate. Well, we have two on, films I, to debate. I love the idea of David Byrne, like, like just they just want to do a normal. He, they just want to do a normal concert, but it's him like overcorrecting, course correct, like him, him yeah. like overdoing it, where he's like, "Hey, and this is Jimmy, my guitar player, ex heroin addict. What do you think of that? <laughs> what do you think of that? We don't even. This is this is Molly. We don't even know what gender she is. We have no idea. We we don't even ask. We we That's, just. You're not far off, buddy. <laughs> That's a lot of what it was. It's like, and it, they were it, all amazing. But you're right, that, right at that point where it's like, yeah, go for it. But I, I want to see like a great 
you know, that, like it just was a that, great show. Visually, yeah, it was yeah, a beautiful, like the, great the show. The impact, there's, there's impact in just letting things be. It's like one of those things where they're there. We know yeah. it. The impact is there. We're not stupid. Like you can watch, you don't have to beat my head over with it. Like I, I, yeah. I I'd appreciate it more if it was just like a thing of beauty that was there and, totally. and to, to enjoy it. A piece of art, if you will. You don't have to, yeah. no, you, don't, you don't go to a painting and going, I, I had a lot of progressive thoughts while I was painting this thing. I was, <laughs> right. I'm, exactly. you know, Jackson Pollock doesn't go that little blob right there. That's uh, that's uh, uh, civil rights. That's a <laughs> yeah. And I, I get it. You know, like if you do have a, a following and a powerful message like that, yes, no, no, go for it. Use your art, but agreed with me what you say too. It's that yeah, I like to sometimes not couple those things. It's like a lot of times that's my escape from all the other bullshit around in my world. Is I'll throw on music or I'll watch a movie or something like that. So. Right, that, right. That, exactly. was that. that was what I watched. But you had you had a homework assignment to watch. Uh, I did. What was it? Well, we discussed ready or not. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. Oh, I, I, I okay, we talked so, about this before the show. OK, so uh, if, if you listen to the uh, the old podcast there here, you, you know. know that Andy gets very upset when I, I upset. try to defend things, even though the name of the podcast or at one time was called Defend Your Movie. You're, um, you're doing the Donald Trump thing right now. You're declaring victory before we even got the results. No, because you're going to be uh, very, very excited to hear my my yes. my uh, take on. So what happened was to explain what happened. If you listen to last week's episode, um, I said I watched Ready or Not, and I loved it, and I thought it was underrated, and that, and I thought it was the most perfect movie ever. But it, it pulled off what it was trying to do. And Andy was like, eh, it was all right. It was all right. It was all right. Yeah, but if yeah, I don't have, sure. like, an overwhelming opinion, you go, what? <laughs> you, you, you go, I pitched on. I go, yeah, well, I, I essentially I, feel the same way you feel. It was fine. And then I gave you a recommendation. I go, watch The Hunt, because I think that might be a little – a better movie in that same genre-ish. And the question that we pose ourselves right now is, does Sean, a.k.a. Dutch, yeah, think that The Hunt is better than Ready or Not? Cool Breeze likes The Hunt. That's me. I know. And my... Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm my, familiar. Yes, I am familiar. I would say, uh, yeah, The Hunt is a better Woo-hoo! movie. And did you love it? Uh, well, first of all, did you love it or what? I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was I liked great. It a lot. Right? I'm glad to hear that because it, I, it, it, it I didn't go down. Like, there's the reasons that I it, this is going to sound so stupid, but the reasons that I might not like it are the reasons that I liked it at the same time, mm-hmm. because they really did Blumhouse or whoever's making these movies is really good at throwing you curveballs left and right, left and right, left and right. Sure. And even though the hunt kind of becomes uh, your quintessential revenge movie after a while, like once you realize what's going on. For the first ten minutes of the movie, you don't know where it's going to go. And it's because, fun, man. Yeah, and there's and if, if I don't want to spoil anything, but it's a really fun movie. It's got and, and also it's like fun cast. It seems political, but it's not because it's making fun of everyone. Yep, it tiptoes it perfectly. I thought. I thought it did too, and uh, and also the, this is one of the main, main reasons it took, it took it over the top for me of why I like the hunt better than uh, Ready or Not is because. The cat, the main character, the woman, I, I don't know the actress's Eddie name, Gilpin. is way more interesting in this. Yeah, way she's more great. interesting. Her really opening scene that you're not even sure what's going on, and you you don't even you don't even know she's the you don't know that she's the protagonist of the film until um uh, until like what would you say 15 minutes into the movie like they, like a lot of it goes by until yeah. she walks into that store. That's when you realize okay, it's it's about her. Uh, yeah, and then you don't even know who the main bad guy is until the end, and that's what that's a reveal as well. I know. Um, I loved it, man. I I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I liked it a it's lot. Fun. It's got it some lot. good action. It's got some good violence. It's got some funny moments. And like you said, some twists and turns that you don't see coming. And if you like that, definitely check it out. If you like that type of movie, check it out. Like one of those. And watch Red movies. Not too. I'm not. Again, I didn't want to take away. Oh, but I just thanks went, for yeah, the, thanks, thanks for the pity the pity uh, <laughs> the pity plug for Ready or Not. I appreciate. It. Well, no, I'm uh, glad no, Ready you or like Not. It, Ready or Not pulls off. Ready or Not in a very linear way pulls off what it uh, what it was trying to pull off. That's what sure. my point about Ready yeah. or Not. Could they? have switched things up and been a bit a little more inventive with it or been, you know, whatever it is. Yes, absolutely. That's why the hunt, that's why the, that company is so good at making movies these days because they're taking, they're doing really good jobs at turning what you're used to on its head and still yeah. making it entertaining. So and that's what, that's what the hunt does. I feel like they've never stopped. I look on, on demand. I go, all I see is Blumhouse, you know? Um. Yeah, exactly. There's tons of them. There's absolutely tons good of them. Good for them. 
but there's it's it's funny because um I will say the one thing I the only thing I didn't like was the angle uh, and I guess I don't know if this was like an added scene or whatever. I guess it, it I didn't like the Croat going to the Croatian I I don't want to ruin anything. If you've yeah, seen don't it, take you haven't too much. I shouldn't say too much, but um Yeah, yeah, you gave away a chunk one, there. <laughs> I, I kind of did, yeah. Um if 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 you if you haven't seen it, check it out and uh let us know what you uh what you think of it. Because yeah. um we uh we should start a dimwit uh nation movie playlist homework assignments to watch for dimwit nation if you haven't yes. seen them. yeah so last week was michael clayton this week your uh we'll give you two watch ready or not and the hunt we're not going to give you bad movies so no we should, come up with one a, we should come up with one a week shawnee to add to the dimwit nation bushy make a little list there buddy if you can yeah that'd be great so um, and now in act three i'm glad you loved the hunt but we got to talk. Some, we got to talk some baseball, baby. The World Series is over. The Dodgers won, and I don't even know how we really got on the topic. But we were talking. Uh, we, we randomly, as an aside, we were talking about what would be the best baseball movie. Yeah, and then the, and it's a good genre because I started doing some research, and I wrote down. I just jotted down about ten of them, and I don't love them all, but there are about five that I do love. And about five honorable mentions from me. Or right, let's now, before we get down to the nitty gritty, because I have like I have a list of ones that I like, but one of them we already talked about because I mentioned watching it. So I have two others that I really, really like. Let's go to your honorable mentions before we get down to brass tacks. Okay. Uh this might be I'm just gonna I'll go, I'll try and do them in order from least to favorite. Uh so honorable mention eight men out. The story of the 1919 Chicago White Sox. It's a decent baseball movie, and and to be honest, I think it's the only one done about about that that scandal, right? Yeah, I think so. Which is it's actually kind of surprising if you think about it. It's actually it was a it was a big deal. It's a great it's a great original thing to make a baseball movie about. Yeah. Um and I'm surprised they didn't make uh, um. A, a remake. Yeah, I, I, I almost said sequel. I'm surprised they didn't make uh, Nine Men Out. Which, <laughs> it's about uh, the juicing scandal of Mark McGuire. Great, yeah. uh, great ensemble cast. Got the Say It Ain't So, Joe. Very famous line. And uh, I love baseball ever since the Honored Rothstein fixed the 1919 World Series. What movie? Uh, Bloxy Blues. No. Godfather oh, no, no. Part 2. Oh, Godfather. oh, yeah, yeah. I'm in Raw. I like I'm watching sports on Saturdays. I'm when thinking Michael comes of... Visiting. I think he says. I thought he. Oh, Arnold Rothstein is a character in. No, Arnold Rothstein is a real life person. I know, but Arnold, whatever his name is in Biloxi Blues, is similar to Arnold Rothstein. Oh, oh, oh. So I wasn't (laughs) thinking when I said it. Yes, you said it was going to go. What movie? Well, obviously Biloxi Blues. Next. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a great Hyman Roth is so so good. Hyman Roth, could you consider him one of these like quiet badass characters in a movie? Oh, for sure. Because of how much sure. stuff he was, he was like just like this this feeble old man. But he, um, we're gonna do great things. They're gonna make history in the next few years. He was <laughs> so well, good. There's a weird thing where I guess where he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be sick, and he does this weird clicking noise thing when he's acting. Yes, remember that? yes. You I know exactly wonder, what you mean. Yes. Do you ever wonder why he does that in the movie? I'm I like, think I, it was an acting thing because he's a famous, uh, you know, acting. Yeah, it's um, Lee Strasberg. Yeah, Lee Strasberg. Yeah. And yes, dude. Goes, in the movie, he goes, when if I, I know that I have a business partner, yeah, if you there's a two million dollars on the table, yeah, I have noticed that. That's so funny you brought that up. And I guess that's supposed to be like an I'm dying click, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I'm but it's such a weird I'm, mush. I, I, I don't know what the scene would be. I know, called, we're gonna, if, yeah, if, we always we get sidetracked. I, yeah, I know yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. It's in part two when they're in Cuba and um. He's sitting there without a shirt on, and he tells his wife, goes, go play the card, the dominoes game. And he sends her out, and he goes, I'll know if I have a business. He goes, leave the $2 million, and I'll know I have a business partner. If not, I know I won't. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you can somehow extract from He's that. doing this, like, yeah. this clicking noise in click. his tongue. And yeah. I was like, well, what, what ailment is that? What are you dying? What are you, what are you dying on the hiccups? What are you That's just you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. Maybe not. That's not an ailment by any means. No, but, uh, it's not. While Mushy looks for that, uh, don't cancel me. Uh, do you have another? Do you have an honorable mention or do you want me to go down my list? Because I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of repeats. 
No, I have my top three that I want to talk about. Okay, but, so but, let me ask. Let, let me do another least to favorite. I'm, and see I gotta be honest. I'm I I'm I'm hoping that one of my big ones is uh-huh. in your in your honorable mentions, so that I can get mad at you for not for not putting it up to top three. All right. Well, how about the natural? That's not my top three, but okay, I, good. Yeah, because it's fine. I, I, it's it gets boring. It gets, it gets boring, it, which is kind of what I think about Eight Men Out. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of boring me. When you, um, have, you have to have a really, really good movie when it's set in that time period. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the natural period does piece. get a little kind of saccharine. You know what I mean? A little corny. It was the first movie I ever saw in the movie theater was The Natural. Oh, really? When I was little, I was probably like six years old when it came out or something. I and don't I remember. I remember being in the was. theater and falling asleep. Interesting. I wish I could know what mine was. I have, think I have the first memory of one. What I think was your it was memory? The Transformers cartoon. Really in the theaters? Yeah, yeah, in the theaters. Like, I don't like, remember. I didn't. I definitely didn't go to. That I, that just me. I don't think memory. But yeah. um, all right. So we got Bull, uh, Eight Men Out, The Natural. Uh, I got Bull Durham as, to, as an honorable mention. Yeah. Now here's the thing. Uh, not me, but a lot of people love it. Consider it the best baseball movie of all time. Yeah, not me. Not, not me either. I don't but even have it in my top five. I think it's more. It's more romantic comedy than it is or you know it's more yeah. romantic, uh, um relationship based i would say than baseball based is that where uh tim robbins and susan sarandon had their uh, and, that's where, that, and that's where they met yeah i'm pretty Nicole sure Roosh or whatever how you ever say yeah his name? yeah oh here we go um, well, yeah, she was is. not i mean fucking she, susan sarandon. she was sec- oh, he's yeah. sexy she was never like super hot she was just super sexy oh she was sexy buddy she you got that, rocky like, horror are you kidding like, me like like he's i think she yeah she could like she was like rough and tumble kind of sexy, yeah. Like she uh, she fucks she fucks. <laughs> oh, so here's my fourth. This was a tough one because I do love this movie and I do think it's a great one, but it's still just not in my top five. It's a League of Their Own. Ooh, I didn't put this online, but it would be in my top five. League of Their Own is great. It's a great movie. Yeah, I love the story. This I love the actors. Used to the be my playground. <laughs> yeah. This used to be my childhood. You'll, dream. You'll be crying at the end of uh, a League of Their Own, this or used not? To you don't be have a the place I ran to. I can't believe you know the whole song. <laughs> Dude, it was a huge song from Madonna in like the in the eighties. Oh, I thought you were doing the. Uh, they all they go batter up. Swing oh, no. away. Like, no, it's, it's, it's Madonna's song. It's, it's, the, the video end. is her just like on a baseball field going, this used to be my playground. Oh, yeah. Used she, Madonna to got top billing in that. Which, used yeah, to Tom Hanks, be. Gina Davis was great. Top billing in that movie. She was a superstar at that point. Real actually, Bill, Bill I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you right now, best movie that she's done. Like, she did a lot of shithouse movies. Like, a lot she of fucking- was great in it, and her and Rosie O'Donnell were great as like a little kind of comedy team. Yeah, uh, you know, um, John Lovitz was great in it. Um, what's his Jerry Marshall's great in it? It's a it's a fun, great movie. It Gary just Marshall. out of my top five. Gary Marshall, John Lovitz is great in it. Gary Marshall is my handyman. Um, <laughs> it just peaked um, out of my top five. The other one of the best things Rosie O'Donnell has done is Beautiful Girls. Oh yeah, great. Sure. Uh, so now we're in the top five, and I I kind of want to guess your top three if I know my Sean if, if I know like- my duck. Okay, let's see if you got it. I don't know where this is in your top three, but I'm going to say Moneyball. Nope, not in there. Not in your top three. No, it would be my top. I don't even know if it's my, it's my top ten, definitely. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to actually switch out Moneyball with the Field of Their Dreams, actually. A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> are you drunk? No. You I, just said a Field I, of Their Dreams, but you meant Field of Dreams. Oh my God! And we haven't even mentioned. I'm that looking yet. at my notes, going. I, they're right next to each other. I wrote them. Yeah, a league of their own. Well, that <laughs> brings us to our next one. Moneyball is great. We talked about it last week. I think that's we talked about it last week. Moneyball is fantastic. Moneyball, and, yeah, that's I'll tell you why Moneyball is so great because it stays a baseball movie, even though being we mentioned this, it's about office work. It's just about scouting right. these players. It's yes. about bottom about line. It's about math. Yeah, it's about Algorithms. bottom line, and they still made it exciting. They yeah, also yeah. took. A, a record of a season and may and, and the way the the, the 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 it's so well done in the movie that it seems like the final game in a movie like right, like right, right. normally in a baseball movie it would be like the final championship you know whatever it is they made a whole record for the season that game seemed like the seemed like the final game of the season yeah. and the and the kind of cool angle to it was 
they didn't win the they didn't win like it's not really a, it's not even a happy ending it's not really yeah. you know it's that kind of um, all right, so I'm going to actually switch Moneyball to a league of their own squeeze into the top five. I don't know what I was thinking making this list. I might have been drunk. Yeah, but, league of their own uh, is great. All right, let me guess another one for you that uh, is my next one would be number four, original Bad News Bears. Yes, it's a, yes. It's a, <laughs> it might be my number one. I don't even know Ooh. what. It might be my number one. I love it. I think it's, it's so great. great. The it soundtrack, does. like do you, do, as a kid, you know that. Uh, orchestral soundtrack. Yeah, Carmen because from, of that movie. That opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, of that, that's the only time you know as a kid what any what any bit of opera is or any bit of classical music is. Right, Bugs because Bunny of Bad News Bears. Bad Bears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there we yeah, go. Bad Bears. Tatum O'Neill. Weren't you in love with Tatum O'Neill, man? Oh, oh my god. Also, the poster is cool. The poster has that. Th- Poster's like, great. They make a poster like that now. It's a throwback poster. This was actually when that was happening. The coach is waiting for his next beer. The peach, the pitcher is waiting for her first bra. The team is waiting for a miracle. Consider it's the also a movie they that make movie ma- posters like that anymore. No, yeah, exactly. It was a, it's a movie that would never be made these days because the kids are like the one kid is like riding a motorcycle. He's like fifteen. He yeah, smokes Kelly. in it. They they drink beers at the end of the movie. They like they they. Uh, oh yeah, there's child again, abuse. Yeah, well, there's the child. Yankees, child of yeah, they're exactly. gonna make it the Yankees the bad guy. Of course, yeah, because they are they're evil. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, but and also the uh, once again, it's not a happy ending, but it is, and it kind it's a right, realistic right. happy underdog. Ending. Yeah, it's the underdog. And um, and, and yeah, Walter Matthau, uh, Jackie, man, Walter Jackie Matthau Earl Hurley, so Jackie Earl Haley. I was yeah, say. yeah, he plays uh, Rorschach in Watchmen, and he and he's yep. in. Uh, he's, he's in. in uh, he is in. What's the Scorsese The Island movie? Um, uh, uh, Shutter Island. Shutter Island. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, great. Great bad news bear is just a throwback to the childhood. That's uh, pro- that's I think that's my number one, man. I think that's my okay. number one. We're down to my final three. Another throwback to childhood. And I know we this is actually a matchup of a former DYM that we did this matchup about a year ago. It's the it's uh the sandlot. Sandlot. That's in my top <laughs> five. That'd be my number five in my it's top just five. It's such a fun, great it, it's a kid's movie, but it also works as an adult. It's nostalgic. It's got everything you love. It's got the great story of uh, the beast and just it's- also, it's just baseball. It's Americana, and I love it. You know, interesting thing about Sandlot is, I over time it's become as iconic to people as like Christmas Story. Um, yes. it's becoming, but it, it wasn't when it when it came out. It didn't, it didn't kill it in the box office. I don't think. Like it wasn't a huge deal in the box office. Yeah, probably not. I mean, it, it was definitely aimed for kids, but and, I mean, and we, we got, were. I think we were both a little bit older for it. Right. I remember I want to say 92 ish or 93, maybe Okay, you so. might have been at the cusp. And I was I was 14 at that point, so I wasn't watching it. But I can you can tell from it that it's a it's it it holds up over time as like an iconic, oh. like coming of age type thing for kids. Yeah, I was 14. So, you ever uh, see the um, the logic video, Do you know, logic, the rapper. Yeah, there's a great video. He has a song called Homicide with him and Eminem. And mm-hmm. there's a great video where he's like, the producer comes in and he goes, listen, I couldn't get Eminem for the video. And he's like, what? He's like, what are you talking about? What, what, what the hell? And he goes, I have a great idea. I'm going to get a body double for him. And he goes, body double? He goes, I want to be in a video with a body double. He goes, we're going to get a body double for you too. And he, goes, <laughs> and he goes, who? And he goes, Squints from the Sandlot. So they have <laughs> Squints from the Sandlot is in this, in this fucking Logic video. Oh, and it's great. great. He just lip syncs to Logic's part, and it's 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 pretty funny. And he kind of like fans out in the beginning of the video. It's 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 pretty it's 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 a funny idea. So yeah, kind of inadvertently bring up a good point there, Dutchie. The fun thing about these baseball movies is you get these opportunity to have these bigger casts. So you get these ensembles yeah. just out of the fact that you got to have a nine man roster. And, yeah, and that leads to such fun casting, and it's just so much fun because don't you love a great ensemble in a movie? Absolutely, like you know, you talk about what would you say? Some of the, the biggies are like Magnolia, and even Boogie Nights has the same thing. Uh, sure, sure, of course. Giant, giant cast with all these inter interweaving stories. Um, but yeah, ensemble cast you gotta fucking love. Absolutely, uh, that necessarily doesn't segue into my number two, but it will for my number one. And I blurted it out earlier. Uh, Field of Dreams. Uh. Yes, Field of Dreams is my number one. Real? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Bad News Bears is my number. Field of Dreams is my number two. Okay. Just because, a classic, great. Um, I mean, 
I was doing a I went I did a gig at the punchline in San Francisco a couple years ago. I'm flying out there, you know, long flight out to San Fran from New York and Field of Dreams came on. Yeah. And I watched the whole thing and was crying as a grown man in my chair. And the lady, uh, uh, older woman next to me, she went, is everything OK? Are you OK? I went, I had to go be like, yeah, he, he's all dead. He was Joe. He was like, all right, like, weirdo. Oh, I'll be all right. You want to you you have some dinner with me? He's dead, dead, dead. How can you not cry? Or the It gets me every single time, dude. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like, especially, you know, I have a dead dad. You have one as well. It's like, it's one of those things where it's like, it gets you. Like it gets you for the rest of your life. It'll. Hey, I haven't seen. I haven't seen it since my dad passed away. You yeah, should watch it. it. You, you should get no. the tissue boxes open because. Yeah, I wouldn't even. I you, you should, <laughs> turn I it off. Want, you should have somebody there holding your hand. <laughs> it's uh, but yeah, it's a classic. You got Moonlight Graham. You got uh, it's just such uh, a great movie. You got some young actors in it who make some appearances. But I mean, what a story! Just an underdog, you know. You got, well, you got Ray Liotta makes uh, Ray Liotta, and, and I want to say pre. Uh, it was right before Goodfellas. Uh, is young Moonlight Graham uh, and Frank, young Ed Norton? Mm, it might be Frank Whaley's in it too, as one. Oh, of them. Frank Whaley, that's who it is. I'm sorry, that's who it is. Right? Yeah, Frank yeah, Whaley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's a it's classic, a, man. You got the kid choking on the hot dog, and he got it. He's got to come over to the real side. He's gonna leave his buddies and his past behind. Oh God, it really hits the heartstrings. It's dude. I, even thinking about it now, I'm like, oh Jesus. That's yeah. one of those ones. That I'm like, it's hard to. It's like you can't watch it because of that. It's like you know you're gonna just be destroyed by the end of it. Yeah. Great, great uh, classic. James Earl Jones and his just booming voice. So, yeah, what number? Hearing. What number is that for you? That's your number one. That's your number, number two. two. It's number two. And then your number one is my number two. And I, we've got to be on the same page about that. What do you got? I think it's Major League, right? You're goddamn right. <laughs> you got that straight. <laughs> you got that straight. <laughs> hey, ass man. <laughs> it is. Uh, I I toss it up. I go. You know what? It's a comedy, but I just fucking love it so much and it's a it's the great ensemble that we're talking about you've just got charlie sheen in his prime uh tom berenger um uh what's his name dennis palmer is that his name dennis palmer no dennis hutchins dennis haskins dennis, uh, no, dennis haskins is mr belding from from saved by the bell serrano i'll just call him by his character's name i can't is dennis something Serrano? Oh, Serrano. I don't you know. Got his Harris. Name. You got, oh, I mean, just what a lineup of, of goobers and hooligans. And, and I'm going to uh, actually, Mushy, I have an issue with this. I believe this is from part two, this picture, not part one. I will also tell you this uh, it's the most baseball in a baseball movie there is, I think. There's a lot of yeah. baseball in it. Because Field of Dreams, you can almost make yeah, the case the that it's a, again. A, you can make it the thing that it's a dead dad. Um, movie like it's like there's baseball it's definitely a baseball movie but it's about the world of baseball and like the, the, it's, the you know, it's more of a family theme than anything else yeah it's like baseball almost takes a back seat but major league you have that 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 game aspect you have that championship thing but making the playoffs oh, doing this yeah that God. wesley the, snipes every quintessential villain that's trying to take it down and you know and she's great the woman who plays the owner she's always yes. going to be a bad guy in movies yes you guys stink and <laughs> we haven't even mentioned the best part about the whole movie. Um, the legendary, I mean, iconic announcer, broadcaster. I mean, oh, Bob Euchre. Bob Euchre, baby. <laughs> it is just, I mean, his lines kill me time and time again. You can't say goddamn on the radio. Ah, hell, nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> yeah, this is like Tom Berenger is amazing in this. Uh, Everybody's Renee- amazing. It's such a great, great ensemble cast. Yeah. It's probably made Charlie Sheen famous, right? This movie? Oh no, maybe was this before Platoon or after it? I don't remember if it's after, but yeah, Wesley, young Wesley Snipes too. Willie Mays Hayes, Corbin um, Burnson. Yeah, Corbin Burnson's great in it. If you, <laughs> it's oh god, there's so <laughs> he fucked. Let me ask you uh, this: Charlie Sheen Corbin Burnson's wife. He's got that great. We still say this in my friend circle today when he he puts his head up and you know he's living with Tom Berenger. He goes. I didn't know who she was. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you could make a baseball movie, and I know this is, I'm springing on, I should have asked you this before we started, but because you're a fan of baseball more than I am, like I, I oh. like it, but you, but you like love baseball. Sure, yeah. 
if you could make one, what would you make it about? Well, like even it could be something general, but is there anything that ever happened in baseball that you're like, they never made a movie about that and the story needs Great to be told? Question. Yeah. That I don't know if I could pull off the top of my head like that because listen, I <laughs> I am a Yankee. I am an evil empire fan. I'm a Yankees fan and I am proud of it. But yeah, so you, you should just go, make a movie great- called The Yankees Aren't That Bad. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. You, should, you should make a movie like about it'd be like a propaganda movie like Hitler used to have. Right, right. Well, I go, you know, uh, we actually haven't had the highest payroll in the last many years now. So <laughs> I don't know where you gotta get that from. But uh Oh, that's a great question. Let me think about it and come back to you with something for next week's episode. I'll create my own little baseball movie or a little plot outline for you, at least. That'd be and great. That'll be my homework assignment. But yeah, man, um, maybe maybe it's something on the broadcasting side. Maybe we explore like Bob Euchre's character a little bit more because that guy could carry the whole film. I think he is so sarcastic and funny. It's just one of my other favorite lines. Before, I don't. I'm not to just recite lines here, but he's got the color man. He goes. He goes, what do you think of that, Terry? He goes, uh, 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 they don't call him the best color man in the business for nothing. <laughs> and he's also got to be based on about a thousand different announcers. There was guys over the sure, years that sure. were just like that. So, yeah, and that's a good, um, they tried to make that Hank Azaria oh, show about, what was it called again? The, the, oh, yes, I know. I've watched a few and it wasn't that, uh, and, it was pretty funny. It was it funny? I said I didn't. I, never, I watched one yeah, episode. Like that was pretty dark, and he's yeah, he's definitely a screwed up kind of guy. What was the name of that Hank? But Zaria? they should make a movie about that. Like there should be a movie about that. You know? Yeah, that would be great. I hope. I think Bob Euchre's still kicking around somewhere. Yeah, he's. He might still be calling games. Who knows? He's, he's always yeah, been the longtime Milwaukee Brewers. He's fut- futzing around. <laughs> God, what a uh, guys, even Connery. It's like it, it's 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 worrisome when you don't hear from these guys, and then out of nowhere they're like. They died at uh, oh Brockmire. That's the name of the Hank Azaria show. Thanks, yes. Mike. Yes. Thanks, Mike. Uh, uh, Brockmire, which which you know it, it it should be a bigger show, but it was on uh, actually no, I guess it was on AMC. But I'll tell you, like there's just too, too much content out there. Uh, yeah. Andy, I'll tell you right now. If you guys want uh, another little homework assignment, just something for your own fun and entertainment, when you listen to this, when you hang up the uh, your your iPod software here, go Google. Howard Stern show, Artie Lang, Norm McDonald, Bob Euchre story. Those two apparently were on some sort of show and did some sort of stand-up thing and got to hang out with Bob Euchre. And the way these two do Bob Euchre impressions, the stories that Euchre told Norm McDonald and Artie Lang, it's 10 minutes of hilarity. It's so <laughs> funny. It's just, just go and watch that. That'll be everybody's homework assignment. But that's the list. That's the that's my baseball list, man. Yeah, I think it's a great list. I think we, we, I think we were pretty much on point for the last few, uh, last few movies there. Yeah, and if you guys have something to add to the list, or you've got a gripe with ours, let us know. Hit us up on all the social medias. It's at the DYM Podcast on Twitter and, and on Instagram. And you yeah, tweet us, us and let us know what what did we not talk about? Because I'm sure we're missing a couple of different and like or some or some unsung ones, ones that didn't do that well, but they were amazing baseball movies. Yeah. Very uh, like, like there's a lot of little kid movies, like little big league that people yeah, love. Like tons that. Of baseball. I mean, oh, there's uh, tons of stuff. So, so let us know. And um, also, Andy is at Andy Fiore on all, all the social media, and I'm, I'm at Shawnee Time. That's S E A N Y T I M E. And we both have radio shows, right, Andy? What, so true. What are they called, Andy? Well, you can find Sean Donnelly's show Celebrate on Wednesdays at Siri- uh, at 4 p.m. on Sirius XM 99. That is the Raw Dog channel. And mine is 24 hours later on Thursdays. It is called The Raw Report. And uh, we had a best of this week, but we got some fun stuff in the works. And they're all all our shows are on demand. So download Sirius XM. They've always got deals going on over there. So help support Cool Breeze and the Duchy if you can. We, we got some other stuff. But most importantly... Please, guys, subscribe and rate the podcast. You can find it on Apple, on Stitcher, wherever you download podcasts. The laugh button has been so great, and we really appreciate our producer, Mike Suarez. And it's really been such a fun uh, experience so far. I love it. Yeah, thank you so much, Mike, and thank you to the laugh button. And Andy's right. Subscribe, rate, and review. Tell your friends about the podcast. Tell us what you want. We're 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 getting this thing going. We're we're fired up and we're excited. We want to bring you guys more stuff to keep your mind off the bullshit. 
and give us movie matchup suggestions. We follow, we respond on Twitter. We're not these hoity-toity. We're not uh, Norman and List over there. We, we don't ignore people. <laughs> we talk to the gang. We talk to the dimwits. The uh, is that what they do? They ignore I them? don't know. I just threw two names <laughs> yeah, out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, would, I ho- totally want you to start. Let's, let's start a podcast war with them. Yeah, let's start a pod war, baby. <laughs> Because we could go back to we could I think I would put you and me up against uh, their Seinfeld knowledge. Both two podcasts very famous for Seinfeld knowledge. I think we take them. Uh, absolutely, I think we would. Yeah, but they're they're really good though. So I, nah, I don't like, scare me. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. But thank <laughs> you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. More stuff to come. We're so excited. Have a great week. We love you. Bye. Bye. The time has come again. A champion.